Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Chastity Cage, Blind Seal, Pegging, Angus Young. Hey, dummies. Hello. Hi. Hi. Sick mask, bro. Sick mask. <laughs> we'll address why we're all wearing, uh, you know, our, our cloths on our face here in just a second. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Is Me Dom, Joe Paisley. Dan Cummins. And this is episode 12. 12 dozen. Which, I know. One dozen. What Baker's dozen? What's that? 13? 13. They, extra one in case they fucked it up or something? I think so. I don't know. Oh, any um, Bakers out there? No way. Why do you put the extra one in there? Just because you're nice? Because you feel, you feel kind in that moment? <laughs> New episodes of Is Me Dom every Wednesday at noon Pacific time. The goal is to come out on the other side of this episode being less dumb than we were heading in. And I think we're doing a pretty good job of that. I hope so. Find us online, Facebook, Instagram, at Is We Dumb. If you want to send in the segment content, keep doing that because the more you guys do it, the more I get to feature the articles and whatever it may be, the one-star heroes that you guys send in. That's a lot of fun. It's a yes. lot of it's a it's a collab. And I will do one of the uh, uh, like the fan submitted one star uh, compilations here soon. Yeah, for sure. Uh, everything else, if it's not segment related, you just have a question about us. Maybe it's a favorite color. I don't know. Who What's knows? your favorite food? Oh, uh, pizza, spaghetti. Yeah. Info at isbedumb.com. That's where you send that. And you got the badmagicmerch.com for all the isbedumb merch. And we're actually both. We didn't even we're coordinate this, them. but we're wearing mm-hmm. Isby Dumb shirts. Yep. Uh, and they're, they're different vibes. Yeah, they're different, different shirts, they're different <laughs> types of fun. We'll be adding no, our more merch soon. Our more merch soon. And of course, we have the dummy beanies that are in there that people are picking up, and that's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I don't know what it is. Like you're mocking yourself a little bit. <laughs> Just dummy, <laughs> which I love. Uh, we have a new segment today as well, which is going to replace the Dumb Dumb Idiots and Apocalypse Pending. And I'm excited about this. It's going to be called Who the What Fuck? I'm excited which, to hear it. Uh, yeah. And we'll explain more in detail before we get into that, that spot of the show. Yeah. So why, why are you wearing a mask? So the mask situation, uh, some of you know, but um, I tested positive for COVID. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was the the clown hawk. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I test. I was. I was not. I thought I had a cold or something. Just kind of coming down with it last week. Just because I do usually when the seasons kind of change, I get like a pretty common for me to get like a head cold or some little bug. Right. And then, um, yeah. And then it was last Wednesday morning when I woke up. I was like, okay, right. uh, this right. feels a little different. Uh-huh. So I went and got tested, and yeah, the results came back positive. And so, just so you know, listening, like, why am I here? Well, um, Joe already had COVID, and so based on all the literature, it, very unlikely to get it again. Right. And uh, it, but even that that being said, um, I got bleach wipes. Uh, I, I entered the building in a different door that I've literally never seen anyone else use. Yeah, uh, used a bleach wipe to do it. Have the mask on. Uh, came straight in here to the studio and sat in the chair where no one else sits. 
And then Zach is directing, but he came in after we were already in here. Yeah. He will leave before I leave. I'll go straight back home. And then that's kind of it. So it's just like uh, I will pop into the Bad Magic Studios just to my little recording spot for some recordings this week. Leave immediately. Yeah. And uh, touch no one, touch nothing that anybody else touches. Yep. And I, th- I think, I mean, I feel pretty good about that. For sure. I mean, uh, there's a lot, a lot more reckless behavior happening out there, and people still don't get it. So <laughs> there is, we're yeah, taking yeah. extra precautions. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was like when I remember I had COVID, and then you were like, "Hey, can I lick your mouth?" And then you did. That might have got. I might have gotten it from that. I think that was it. Like I was just <laughs> doing my work, and you would tap me on the shoulder, you're like, "Hey, man." What's this all about? That's, that's like, probably it. Like, fine, that's probably can, it. Fine, do it, bro. But and for people who are curious, uh, Lindsay tested negative. You know, been kind of staying away from everybody at the house. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay, <laughs> she just wants to get it over with, which I get. She's just like, she's let gonna me come just lick get your it. mouth. She's gonna come lick my mouth. She's like, let me just get it, so I, so I don't have to deal with this again. Yeah, all the quarantine stuff. You know, uh, a few months from now. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, as far as symptoms and stuff, no, no chest stuff with me. Just body aches and fatigue. Yeah. And kind of some weird eye stuff, like adjusting to light, I noticed is very different with my eyes this last week. Maybe that's what's going on, because I I thought I've been going blind, like rapidly fast. Really? I had no idea that that was part of it. Could have been a COVID. Yeah, I, I read some stuff. It can definitely mess with your uh, with your eyeballs a little bit. Okay. Um, and then other than that, uh, yeah, maybe like some fever and stuff. But but yeah, but no coughing. No respiratory stuff at all. Good. So, thank God. Yeah. It's a, it hits, yeah. hits everybody a little bit different. So different. Yeah. yeah. So weird that way. Yeah. And then, uh, and just to add, of course, too, we, we mentioned just our recording setup right now with Zach leaving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no one else, though, is ever coming in here. Right. It's, it's, if we're recording, oh, and it's yeah, just yeah, us yeah, two yeah, that yeah, can yeah, do yeah, it. Exactly. It's just us two in the entire building until we get this shit show over with. Yeah, exactly. Like, Logan, Kate are just staying out of the building until this is all better. Right. Um, yeah, nobody else. Lindsay's staying out of here. Like, everybody's staying out of here. Yeah, we're... Lots of bleach wipes. Lots yeah. of yeah, we're uh, you know we're not we're not just acting like it's not a big deal. Exactly for sure. Well, I'm I'm glad to see you in here. Thank you. I'm sorry your body hurts a little bit. Pretty achy, and uh, hopefully it's all over soon. Oh, man, I hope so. And then we'll be, we can be super superhero duo. I know. I I will say I am excited that like if I <laughs> once I can just get past it, yeah. that it's like because it's for me I was just like this dread thing of like fuck you hear it affecting people so differently and you know uh-huh. a lot of people are asymptomatic but then every once in a while somebody does. You know, who's not in a uh, vulnerable kind of population does go to the ER. Sometimes they do die. Yeah, you went That's to the ER. <laughs> like the, um, yeah. the, the, what, the ICU beds and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so just this, this unknown kind of thing hanging out there. And I just feel fucking super lucky. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. And it sucks. Yeah. But it's not that bad. Right. It, yeah, it just didn't, didn't take you down. Yeah, yeah. And not yet, anyway. Not yet. I don't want to jinx it. Where's, this is wood, right? I think it's, it's fine. wood, yeah. Okay, well, you're here. I'm here. Thanks for the update. And I'm, I'm excited for the show. I'll get through this and... Hopefully everyone out there is uh, doing well, staying safe and healthy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have a, a very positive update. Oh, yes. Before, I'm excited to hear about Yeah, before yes. we get into uh, the rest of the show here. But a while back, we told everyone to go review a podcast called All Things Fishing, <laughs> right. which at the time was hosted by Dan Cummins. Yeah. Now it's listed as Eli Cummins. I don't know why he switched to Eli. <laughs> and I wanted to point out, I promise. Yeah. Because you made a joke at the end of the show to uh, tell Zach to make to a note. The, to have the attorneys take him down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't do that. No. <laughs> no, we didn't. It's just a, a total coincidence that he that he did change it. Um, right. But he went from two total reviews yes. to nearly 350 five-star reviews. That Yay. is incredible. Yes, it's amazing. And uh, Zach, I have it on the screen here. If you want to continue this fun trend, this is what the, the picture looks like. That's awesome. So you can see 
All things it's just fishing. This, yeah, it's this little kid, too. It's just a, a little kid does these short little hits about different stuff. He obviously loves fishing and does a great job. And uh, got a bunch of dummies heading over there. And for the most part, because we, we do That's ask, so cool. you're not saying anything stupid. Like, don't right. show up and say some dickhead thing and give it five stars. Right. You won't get the three out of five stars reference and give yeah. it five stars. Yeah. And most, uh, I, th- I haven't seen a single one of somebody who didn't understand that. Yeah. And hopefully we're making this kids. Oh, I'd, I'd be pumped if I was him. I know. It'd be so yeah. cool. Uh, okay. Well, that, that was my update. You ready that to, was a good one. You ready to get things going here? I'm, I'm ready to rock. Okay. Very super most important starting question. The very super most important starting question. Yay. Yay. This one's a little bit different, but it, it just it tickled me okay. when I read it because I didn't know necessarily which way we would go with it. Okay. Uh, and I honestly don't know which one I would choose yet. So okay. we have to, it's a discussion. Usually I have an idea yeah. because I, you know, I'm setting, up, setting these up. I know what it is. So would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed everywhere you go? Oh, I like this. This is a little, yeah, this is yeah, a, little, a little lighter. Yeah, a little lighter. But Ooh. And I don't. I mean, the the first part of me is like dress for success. Okay. Uh, but then the other part of me is like everywhere. Like I'm going to I'm going to McDonald's with the kids, and I'm just dressed right, you're to in the fucking tux, <laughs> dressed to the fucking nines, with my Big Mac sauce. Man, everywhere, everywhere you go, you're chronically underdressed. You know what? Everyone would hate you. True. Everyone would hate you. You're <laughs> yeah. never going to blend in very well. Nope. And I wonder if like if if everywhere you go, you're chronically underdressed. So it's like. What are you wearing to Waffle House? <laughs> yeah. Like like places like that. Like if you're if the, if the if the standard is like you know like flip flops uh-huh. and fucking tank tops with holes in it. Yeah, and some like old jorts or something. Yeah, how, what level below that are you? No other articles of clothing and shorter jorts. I think <laughs> right. that's what that's how you'd show up. Right, right. You'd have one sandal, thigh high jorts. And then nothing else. I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards underdressed because of comfort. It's way more comfortable. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be an asshole, <laughs> either place. Yeah. And, and I feel like you're gonna get ridiculed in a, in a different. Like, like I would rather be snobby, rich, dickface, or or I would poor, rather, stinky, homeless guy. I would rather have the snobby, rich dickheads look down on me for not dressing right for their attire. Okay. Than to show up at a place where there's a rougher kind of clientele. Yeah. And I'm standing out like to do with a lot of money. That's a great way to get your fucking ass kicked. <laughs> 100%. Like just I, on the subway or on like public yeah. transit and just spinning your cane. Right, looking, right. You know, pulling out you got your monocle, yep. checking out your pocket watch. At a five-star restaurant, I would rather have like the maitre d' politely ask me to leave yeah. than just get um, fucking curbed in the Waffle House parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if, I guess a lot of it depends on, on where you start. That's right. what I was thinking about. So if like, for me right now, being who I am, yeah. I'd rather be underdressed. But okay. if you're do- kicking ass in life, yeah. and your circle of friends are probably a little more of that style. Oh, yeah. It depends on where you go. Exactly. Where are you? Where do you want to be? And can you choose? Oh, can you sneak into cooler places if you're overdressed all the time? But, uh, yeah. I mean, when I see somebody who's overdressed and they're looking you know, sharp. Right, right. Uh, you know, you definitely take notice. I don't, I don't ever hate them. I don't know if that's just on me. But I just like, I'm just like, oh, okay, like that guy must be doing something that requires him to dress that way. Oh, okay. Like it's just, I don't know, he's a business guy. And, I, and he's a business guy and he's in Wendy's. I, or he's I a business do. guy and he's okay. in the porn theater. <laughs> I do judge the person who overdresses. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, who, <laughs> who, who do you think you're kidding? Okay. Like to me, it just comes off as like showy, like braggy. It's like, take it down. How about if they fit it? Because there are yeah. ones that you see them and you're like, come on, dude. Like, you can see that the clothes that they're wearing, they're just trying to dress the part 
It doesn't really fit their personality. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> the, 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 the blazer is like seven sizes too big. Right. Along with the fedora hat. I'm just picturing if, if you're like overdressed, like what are you wearing if you go to a place where the normal dress code is tuxedo? Like, like how, mm. like, do you dress like a fucking king? Do you, do you come with like a crown and like a robe, <laughs> like a scepter? Hello! Hello, my <laughs> subjects. Like, Show me to my table. <laughs> like, what are you going to wear to your own wedding if you have to chronically overdress? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I just don't know what, where, where you, you to, max out. At least you get to go to a wedding. If you're the underdressed dude, they're not going to get invited. <laughs> Sorry, this mask is fucking driving me crazy, I by know, the way. It's fun. It, um, it won't stay high. <laughs> high. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know if I just haven't laughed a lot in one of these things, but it's like my jaw wants to just continually pull it down my face. It's like, yeah. no, just stay there. I think you could, if you really wanted to, I, I'd let you get away with wearing it under your nose. I'm not scared of you. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. keep it high. Okay. But it's weird. We, we should get bigger ones. We should get ones that just cover your whole face and cut little eye holes out. I should have grabbed like a bandana. I, I will say, I don't know how it would work on my face, but when people rock the bandana, kind yeah. of look like the stagecoach robber, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty fucking cool. It's cool. It's, it's, cool. Way, it's cooler than this. Way cooler than this. I'm yeah. like, are you, are you uh, politely wearing a mask or are you going to rob a bank? Right. I don't know. Right. It's exciting. Yep. And how's he going to dress? Bank robbers underdressed. <laughs> bank robbers underdressed. doing sick moves in a tux is hard. Right. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's, I think that's the biggest thing for me is that I would never be able to ever go yeah. to fancy things ever if I was the if my, if my reputation was underdressed guy. I okay. guess they would stop inviting me. Right. Like Joe's a fucking slob. Or he doesn't get to come he's to gonna, a nice dinner. Ruin our photo shoot. Uh, I know Lindsay. Lindsay would prefer me to go the overdressed route. Okay. Because she likes uh you know when when a, when a guy dresses up all but, the time though. Oh, uh, not all the time, but more. But she would like that more than the underdress. But yeah. I would like to. It would be fun for me to embarrass her by being a slob. Oh, like I, I, yeah. I, I would just get some good laughs <laughs> yeah. out of just like being a fucking slob and all the like, like going to a nice restaurant uh-huh. and just showing up in a fucking Bart Simpson flea market T-shirt <laughs> and then some hyper color shorts yeah. and like some Crocs. So. Sup, bros? <laughs> Have congrats. Sup, bros? Congrats, dude. Give Woo! me that fillet mignon, bro. <laughs> and there's also the twist that if you just make enough money, right. you can underdress and you'll be overdressed. You can put like a Steve Jobs. <laughs> right. Or, you know, someone else who dresses not like they're how rich they are. Like Warren <laughs> yeah. Buffett. Oh, yeah. Warren, well, Warren Buffett wears like a he, tie. He does. So, I mean, but I've seen him. Like just, I mean, he yeah. wears fucking shirt and jeans a lot of the time. Just Th- plopping around. That would be the best if you were just fucking crushing it. Right. Like, to, like, a world, to like, yeah. And then you just get to be the eccentric dude <laughs> where it's like, you know, some black tie or whatever uh-huh. those things like, you know, like a uh, big charity, you know, dinner or right. whatever. Right. And then, and then you're wearing like a mesh crop top. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just like a, like a fishnet football jersey. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> so uh, you, you could pull that off if your reputation proceeded yeah. that you were that you were fine. Right. Then you could still go to fun things. It, so maybe that's a good goal. So it depends on who you are. Like if you're climbing the corporate ladder and you're like, you know, like lower management and your goal is to network, work your way to the top. Yeah. Then you got to go the overdressed route. Yeah. Because you can't be at that stage in your career. You can't be just the asshole, you know, showing up in like like the wrong clothing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so for, uh, for me personally, underdressed. I'm going underdressed too. Okay, because in my brand, I just kept like thinking about how, getting dressed in the morning, oh, and fuck. I, I used to get so pissed. Yeah, Tony, oh, can you help me with my cufflinks? Oh yeah, <laughs> every day. I, and I don't. I, I had to dress up for one for one hosting job for two years uh, with a tie. I had to wear a tie. Mm. 
And I'm such a just fucking whiny bastard about that kind of stuff. It's just like I couldn't wait. The second it was over, just to get that tie off my neck. <laughs> just feel like it's choking me. I, I hate wearing tie. I, hate, I, don't, I don't like dressing up. Okay. Underdressed. Which That's makes what, sense. What, Anybody what, who's seen me, I wear, a fuck, I wear fucking jeans. And this is dressed up for me. Because <laughs> yeah. my, my kids are like, are you going to wear track pants again today? My kids are like, when, when are you going to get a medallion? Just right. have a complete right. your Russian fucking gangster ensemble. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, it's comfortable. Dressing up for me is just not putting on dirty shoes. Right, <laughs> like, right. I'm like, oh god, my my shoes are clean today. <laughs> Balling. Dress, dressing up for me, legitimately, is wearing a flannel where I roll the sleeves up and wear a watch. That's a and good. I'm, and I'm like, man, <laughs> change a lot. You clean up nice, comments. Look at you in the <laughs> mirror, just <laughs> greasing your hair back. <laughs> oh, yep, I wouldn't. Yeah, underdressed, underdressed. Okay, okay. We're on the same page with that, and that's fun. Perfect. Uh, all right, let's look at ourselves. Let's see how stupid we are. Okay. I think I got. I got the story. Good, good. All right, so we've got. Um, this is. Something that I've been thinking about, or I've been doing wrong virtually my entire life. Okay. And I know that everybody else is too. But the lesson in this story is that if you just take a goddamn second (laughs) to figure out something, Mm -hmm. you might not do it wrong for three decades. Okay. Uh, So my story for Is Me Dumb is the USB situation in my life. You have the little USB stick. I've seen them. Or the cord, whatever it is. And it feels like to me that it, almost 100% of the time, the first t- attempt is wrong. Right. And I go, oh, and you just flip it over. And yeah. you, eventually you figure out the problem. And that in, within itself is the problem. I always have to look at the prong. Like I lift up the <laughs> USB thing, look at it. I'm like, oh, okay. So uh-huh. it's there. And then I have to look at the slot on mm-hmm. the drive. I'm like, okay, all right. that's That one goes this way. And still fuck it up. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a couple months ago, and I'm, I'm 35 years old. Okay. Uh, a couple months ago, I finally, I was plugging it into my laptop computer and I kept on doing it. I was like, why? Like, it, it feels so unproportionate. I have a 50-50 chance and I'm fucking it up 100% of the time. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's just the odds were never working out in my favor. Yeah. So I looked it up. I uh, came out 20 seconds later and found out how you know if it goes upside or downside. How do you know? There's a little line on every USB stick where the metal comes together. I wish I had one to show you, but I don't. Okay. Uh, if I was smart, I would have brought one in. Um there's a little line oh, on it. Oh, I know that line. Yeah. yeah. A little line where it looks like mm-hmm. the two metal things are coming mm-hmm. together. Yep, yep. That is always the bottom. Oh, that's so handy. <laughs> it's always on the bottom. Just put that on the bottom and you're good every time. Every single time. And that took me 20 seconds to figure out. And now for the rest of my life, I never have to know. I have to like, look down and I know exactly which way it's going to go. Isn't that a funny thing where we just like won't take this, like a few seconds to do something that will help us yeah. for years going forward? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> for, for me, and I will say... I've tested it on all of this stuff so far in my life over the last couple months, and it's always been that way. Yeah. I'm sure there's something out there where the manufacturer fucking flipped it on you and and didn't tell you. Maybe not. And so the rule, but everything I've tried it on and the video that I learned this from, they were, it worked on everything that he's plugging it into. Okay. Yep. So there's, there's my, there's my tip. It's just, uh, you know, take a second to figure it out and don't keep messing it up your whole life. That that reminds me of, uh, of boiling eggs. (laughs) Right, because it's, yeah, like, it's like it's like a thing where it's like. Uh, where is it? I, I, hold on, I, I, I got a hard boiling egg. Segway. I like. That. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it, it's something you do do all the time. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like it's so common. And then I finally looked it up a year or two ago. I was like, wait, how long are you supposed to boil an egg for? And and then and then right there, like Google's like, oh, it's like three minutes for soft, okay. six minutes for medium, and ten to twelve minutes for hard. And I was like, holy shit, that answer was like so easy. <laughs> And then you just throw it in the boiling water, and then you time it, and then and then I did that, and I was like, oh yeah, that tastes exactly <laughs> how it's supposed to. Where, but, just but so many, but before <laughs> before, it, before it was just staring at the fucking egg, being like, I don't know, 
It looks, it looks the same. Like just like wiggling a little bit with a spoon. Like right. Okay. Because it's so tricky with an egg because you can't like it doesn't like change colors. No. It's just like still just a fucking eggshell in there. But they should. Okay. Color changing eggs. I mean, add to the list of good ideas. Okay. I, I don't care how many chemicals things you have to put in. <laughs> if oh, tell, put it in if the it, shell. Yeah. The shell just, just tells you. The shell when it gets oh, to a certain man. temperature, it's like boom, I'm blue. Little letters could just appear. Like it when says, it gets to a certain heat, it just goes medium, <laughs> perf, soft, hard. Too much. Toss it. Throw away. Throw away. Ruined Li- it. Liquid. Ruined it. You're bad at this. Like, <laughs> you're ah. bad at this. You're stupid. Yeah. Everyone thinks you're stupid. Your mom hates you. What? <laughs> what? Why is this? Jesus Christ. Egg? Easy egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fortune cookie eggs. Right, right. You will do great things in life. You're like, thank you, egg. Thank you, egg. You're fucking great. <laughs> I'll uh, save you. <laughs> but I'm curious out there how many people... Uh, have something like this. Right. Like, if you know a little tip of things that ev- everyone does every single day in their life, yeah. and you mess it up a whole bunch, or you're doing it wrong, uh, it's a quick search, and we can all be smarter people. Yeah. So if you have some examples of that, send them in to dumb at isbedumb.com. We have a brand new segment. I'm excited to hear it. Me too. So this is, uh, we talked about it out the out the gate, and it's going to be replacing, at least for this show, Yeah. And I don't know the frequency, but we do get a lot of people sending in articles that are just dumb shit. It's not necessarily a person being dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just dumb stuff okay. that's happening in this world. And you can okay. definitely see like how it how it took place, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's what this segment is about. It's the what in the fuck, why in the fuck, how in the fuck type stories. <laughs> okay. And we call this segment who the what fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And there we are. And now we're there. And now we're there. We made it all the way in. This story is really funny to me. Uh, and I know that we've talked a little bit outside the uh, outside the show just about how fun we think the future of, of online sex stuff is going to be. Yep, yep. <laughs> and this story uh, got sent in, and I will I will never forget it. This was sent in by Dummy Aura. Okay. And it says, Internet-enabled male chastity cage can be remotely locked by hackers. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a... If, you, if you're not familiar with this... You stick your ween in the in the thing. Okay. Uh, the little ring around the back, actually, your balls go inside of that, so oh, that this thing can can thing. can stay shut and locked on your on your penis until somebody remotely wants to let it off. It's kind of like a cuckold thing, I believe. What happens if you get a boner? Well, don't get a boner. It just gets squished in there. I think that's part of the fun. Oh man, squishy little. This sounds like a terrible fucking idea. It's a tiny locker for your boner. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't like that. So a security flaw. And an internet-enabled male chastity device allows hackers to remotely control the gadget and permanently lock in wares. Researchers is closed today. The Cellmate Chastity Cage, or Cellimate, built by Chinese firm QE, lets users hand over access to their genitals to a partner who can lock and unlock the cage remotely using an app. But multiple flaws in the app's design mean anyone can remotely lock all devices and prevent users from releasing themselves. <laughs> Even worse, as the chassis cage does not come with a manual override or physical key, locked-in users have few options to break out. Oh my One god. One is to cut through the cage's hardened steel shackle, an operation that would require bolt cutters or an angle, uh, angle grinder, and that is made trickier by the fact, of course, that it's locked on your penis. <laughs> <laughs> the other, discovered by pen test partners, is to overload the circuit board that controls the lock's motor with three volts of electricity, which is around two AA batteries worth. Can you imagine? What the fuck? Finding yourself in so this situation. Stupid. I can't actually, because I would never put my dick in this thing. Ever. What? Not even like for funsies? Nope. Okay. What about for five bucks? <laughs> <laughs> That's 
okay. That's that's, a, that's the five bucks guy. Five bucks. It's like all of a sudden your your dick is locked in there, and you're like, what the fuck? This thing isn't working. And then he just pops out. He's like, five bucks. Five bucks for what? Five bucks for your fucking dick out. I God picture, damn it! You're like God. Like why? You're, like, you're panicking. Your phone just has like a text message alert, and it's just fucking Jerry. Just says, five bucks. Just says five bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> right, right after you can't get your dick out, your your phone <laughs> and then just the text just says five bucks. Five bucks. Get that. God, okay, Jerry. God damn it! Ah! <laughs> um, yeah, but there, there's a, there's a video uh, talking about it and stuff. We're not going to watch it today, but the it's just it's the the premise is very simple. Like these smart connected devices, right? And we've talked about this too in the past. Of like, why do we have? Why is everything smart and voice enabled? Yeah. And where does that? Where is that going to lead? But there's one place that is going to be uh, very interesting, and that's like sex stuff, right? Like, where is that going to go? I have seen like there's already certain devices, yeah. That like you could wear uh, a pocket pussy on your peen, okay, and then I could sit over here, and then I can decide how fast it's going to jerk you off. Like, I can control the speed. That's so weird. So while we're voice chatting yeah. because we're COVID. Yeah. Or, I mean, we're, we're doing FaceTime. Right, right, right. Distance. Uh, then I can turn it up and down and just decide how fast I want to jerk you up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess fine. You know, I guess, you know, that's, I mean, whatever. I mean, I don't care if somebody wants to do that. Like, what is the whole, like, king shame? It's like, okay, go ahead. Uh, I, th- that tech stuff doesn't excite me for sex. Sex robots excite me. Fuck yeah. Fuck like, yeah. like 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack jumps in. Yeah, like Westworld, like the Westworld kind of like that show, like that style of sex robots where right. it like looks like a real person. Right. And, and and is artificially intelligent. Oh that yeah, that good. Oh. Right. Cause then it like like it's a it's a different person, but but it's not a person. Mm-hmm. I mean never leaving the house. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's very exciting. Wanna go out tonight? Nah. <laughs> uh, why not? Because I'm never going out again. That's why. <laughs> Have you seen this? <laughs> right. This is Dolores. Oh, Dolores. Oh my God. She's so beautiful. Okay. Uh, but but this uh, but like the, like these masturbation devices have just never had any appeal to me. I'm like, man, my my hand is uh, it knows what it's doing. It's, 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 it's a lot been, of fucking practice, and it's been killing it. It's been killing it, knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Almost every time. Al- almost every time. Sometimes. Sometimes you're tired. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you give up. You give yourself blue balls, <laughs> or you're so depressed. Sometimes, some, sometimes uh, you know, uh, you thought your wife was asleep, and then she knocks on the bathroom door, and then you're like, "All right, this is gonna have to wait." <laughs> hey, it's not your fault, hand. Right. This isn't. This is not you. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes your wife's like, "Is your stomach okay? Why are you still in there?" And then you're like, "Ah, oh, I guess I can't finish now." <laughs> My stomach. Well. My stomach's bad. My hands all right. You're okay. You're mine. You kiss it and comfort it. Right. Tuck it in. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I know that there's a whole industry out there too. Reading another article about these people. And this is another tweak on this. Is like as uh, the models and the AI gets more and more re- real life looking. Yeah. People are printing out like sex dolls that look like celebrities. Oh yeah. So that they can fuck them. Okay. And he's like, can't stop us, <laughs> which kind of creeps me out a little bit. I mean, that, that is creepy. Like using your like, like your likeness to, and he found out it's just Brad in Delaware yeah, like, is just th- like fucking Tina Turner. God, with like 3D printing and stuff, that's going to get so weird going yeah. forward where, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's so crazy. Uh-huh. That's another angle that I do think about a little bit. Like, where's that line? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, there's going to be like new laws popping up. That that just reminded me. It's not like a sex robot, but I, just some article I read about, like you know, with uh, oh, someday like test tube type babies and the way they they can like where they can get genes from. And I can't, I can't remember the exact science, okay. but I remember reading this scientific article about that. You know, in the future, if you had like one of Brad Pitt's hairs, oh, right, then you could make a fucking Brad Pitt baby. 
or clone essentially. Yes. You could have, or, or Halle Berry, you know, whatever like that. You could make that celebrity. It's like, it's going to get so weird. Yeah, it's just going to get crazier and crazier. But the sex stuff, uh, yeah, I've never liked the pocket pussy stuff, the fleshlight, like, eh, just never appealed to me. Yeah, hand works. Mm-hmm, hand works. I'm, but, I'm with and, you. And so far, the robots haven't really appealed to me because it's that, it's that um, uncanny valley effect situation where, like, the closer you get to looking human, but you're not quite human, the more fucking terrifying it is. <laughs> like, the, everything's perfect, but the eyes are like, hey. right. <laughs> and they just, like, right. don't move nice, and you're like, ah! Right, right, right. It's just kind of creepy. What's wrong with you? Yeah. That, yeah, that ruins sex for me. Yeah. Just look at it and the eyes are <laughs> dead, jolting around the room. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's terrifying. That's <laughs> terrifying. Um, I, and then snapping back here quickly to the fucking celebrities. Yeah. Uh, I also, I, I just pictured this ranking system where you have to be a certain level of celebrity and then people can't fuck you. So, like, you're like, so you're C list or D list. Like, right. then everyone can make all these different 3D they, prints of you. They actually make that a law. <laughs> Like <laughs> you have to reach a certain level, if you, the, or else if you can't, everyone gets to fuck your face. If, <laughs> if you haven't been in a movie that grosses X amount, then you just get your face fucked all day long. Yeah. But if you, but if you reach this like level, <laughs> and, and living in this reality that we're in right now, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Okay. <laughs> Let's just layer this in. I'm in for a fun ranking system of face fucking. <laughs> That is such a weird thought. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next story for who the what fuck. Okay. Uh, this one cracks me up. It is parrots in wildlife park moved after swearing at visitors. And I say oh. that parrots, not parents, like oh, yeah, birds. The, like the bir- parrots in the wildlife park, they, they, got, they removed them because they were swearing <laughs> yeah. at people. And they say the funniest stuff. So five parents have been removed from public view at the British wildlife park after they started swearing at customers. The foul-mouthed birds were split up after they launched a number of different expletives at visitors and staff just days after being donated to Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in eastern England, <laughs> it just went ballistic. They were all swearing. The venue's chief executive, Steve Nichols, said to, to CNN Travel on Tuesday, oh, we were a little concerned about the children. So I got called a fat twat every time I walked past. <laughs> Nicholas complained. <laughs> An African gray parrot named Eric, Jade, Elsie, Tyson, and Billy were given to the park from five different owners within the same week and shared a quarantining facility together uh, before being placed on display. But staff immediately noticed the birds shared a, you know, propensity to fly off propensity, the handle. Yeah. Propensity to fly off the handle. Then <laughs> uh, literally, within five short period of time, or a very short period of time, uh, started swearing at each other. Nicholas said, fuck off is the most common one, he explained. It's very easy for them to learn, but the birds would utter anything you can think of. And I wish, I wish I was there. So they did eventually... Oh my God. Um, the customers, the guys yeah. that would go to the park, they would yell stuff back at them, which I would. Oh, yeah. You're walking in, he's like, loser, eat dick. Right, I'm like, right. Oh, fuck you, Eric. And then the parrots were picking that up, too. <laughs> yeah. I just love that the parrot called that one guy every time he walked past a fat twat. <laughs> like, how how damaging to your self-esteem would it be? <laughs> it's if, like, there's, like, 20, 30 employees this place. Yeah. Everybody else walks by, and sometimes the birds are like, fuck off, fuck <laughs> off. Or they're like, hi, <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> that would be the best. If the bird's like, Hello. Good morning. You look great. And then only when you walk by, fuck off, fat twat. <laughs> You're like, God damn it, Paris. Ah! And like, it just it, it launches this whole spiral of depression. Oh just, you know, but he's kicking ass. You know, he's working on his body. Right. Uh, he's he's really fit now. Right. But every time he walks by, he goes, fat, fat twat. Like, God, I'm never good enough for this guy. He finally he finally loses the weight, and then and then like. Uh, <laughs> The parents just start yelling stuff like, can't sweat off, stupid. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Still dumb. 
<laughs> Too skinny. No! <laughs> Cardio doesn't fix ugly. What? What? What, what do you say? Fat twat. Fat twat. <laughs> but just the visual of this oh, all God. taking place kills me. Uh, I loved it. But yeah, you have to move that back. They have to play. They separated them. Right. I'm hoping, they're, they're hoping that they will uh, stop swearing or learning swear words from each other. <laughs> I love that the parents the are riling each other up. Like they're teaching each other. <laughs> yeah, Check out this new word. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's awesome. And then our last one for this week's uh, Who the What Fuck is just a amazing example of how bored everybody is okay. in quarantine. That they will do shit like this okay. and spend a lot of money to do it. So tickets sell out in 10 minutes for Australian's airline and scenic seven-hour flight to nowhere. What? Uh, yeah, this plane is just flying around. <laughs> For seven hours, like showing off, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's showing you like some scenic stuff, right? Okay. It's going to fly over the uh, the barrier reef and over the coast and like that for seven hours. You have to sit in this plane wow. as they fly around. It'll make ass. And uh, they went on to say that the passengers yeah. will have a low-level scenic view of some of Australia's most popular vacation destinations, including the Great Barrier Reef and whatever that fucking word is. There are 134 <laughs> available seats on the Boeing 787 flight, which... They claim low-flying scenic view. Right. You're not flying that fucking low in a Boeing 787. Yeah, not in a huge plane, you're not. No. Uh, I mean, you get a great... And again, remember, you do a scenic flight, and let's just take uh, down, downtown Coeur d'Alene here. You do that, that's an hour, right? <laughs> right, right. Or maybe it's even shorter than that. That's enough. Yeah. Like, you've, you've seen it. That's great. Seven hours? Wow. I mean, that's a long flight. Yeah, it leaves from Sydney and, and then returns to Sydney. <laughs> That's a lot. And the, uh, they said that That's it sold surreal. out in, in record time. Uh, the price, their price between $575 to $2,765, depending on the seating class. Man, somebody that bored to fucking just needs to go fly again. Can you, can you imagine? I mean, no, you've traveled I've all flown, the time. I've flown so much. Like, I've flown, I mean, I'm a million miler. On, like, like, I've flown so much. Yeah. And no part of me, and, and I don't mind flying. I don't, I don't get sick. It's like a... You know, I can, I, I fly pretty well. I can sleep. I can do all that stuff. I can work. Yep. And no part of me sees any appeal in that. <laughs> At all. None. No. I mean, a, a, a nice, smaller plane that can take me up close for beautiful views of certain things. Yeah, maybe. That's fine. Again, I guess I'm getting so stuck on the seven hours. That is seven a flight. Hours. Is that like here to New York? Like, right. how far is that going to get you? That's a long flight. <sighs> Man, a three and a half just... hour, four hour flight. Like, that's pretty much... If you're getting one connection yeah. from going west to east, that's about like what you're looking at. I mean, Australia's big. I mean, I guess they're just doing like a big old loop. Yeah. I mean, I imagine like uh, it takes off to the south or to the north, you know, one of those and then comes back the other, the other direction. Just right. It's a big ass loop. And then I found this, which is in the same vein. Uh, Zach, you can bring it up on the screen. There's a New York-based developer, new video game that takes a new twist on the concept of flight simulator by offering a realistic experience of taking a long commercial flight in the economy class. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? It's exactly what you what you think it is. Uh, we'll watch a little bit of this video, um, but I just thought this was so funny. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. On behalf of myself and the cabin crew, you like literally are just sitting in the chair. Okay. As if you were Our flight time flying somewhere. Five hours, 45 minutes. <laughs> this is this a video game? Yeah, it's just a simulator. And you just get stuck in, a, in an airplane. What but you, you get the, the idea. Shit? So you're just stuck in your seat, and you sit there. Yeah. Uh, and they, they do say that there are crying babies. 
uh, but you're not promised a crying baby every flight. So they throw in like different things that are very common in the in economy class that are going to piss you off. Is there any gameplay? Or no, you... you just sit in that chair and look around. I'm guessing you can do the crossword puzzle that's on the ground. You probably flip through the dumb channels that are on that little TV in front of you. Oh, there's a physical chair that goes that, that comes with this game. No, no, no. Well, you sit in your chair. Yeah, at home. you just sit here and, and do. You just watch the computer. Yeah, you just wa- take a, a five hour flight. I don't get it. <laughs> do I? What the fuck? I don't. I don't, it's a, I don't. I don't get when people do that weird thing where it's like, okay, life isn't what it was before, so I'm going to try to recapture some of that by like this weird simulator. Or you can just adjust to the new normal. Right. Or you can right. just move on. Uh-huh. And be like, no, it's not a thing now, so just fucking let go of it. Uh-huh. Like, I get the how, funny, uh-huh. the funniness. It's a funny approach. Like, yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah. to me. But it's like, God damn it. <laughs> Who's, and you know someone out there loves it. Right, right. They're just sitting there and they, they want nothing more. They can just sit there and not be able to do shit in an airplane seat. With a baby crying. I just, I just wouldn't be able to get past the fact that I, like, I know the whole time that I'm not actually on a fucking flight. You're not going to land anywhere and do anything fun. You're not right. going on a fun trip to a hotel room. Nope. Do, nope. Do, do. No, you're just going to unplug your computer and go right back to where you were. Yep, exactly. You literally wasted five hours of your life. Yep. Great. Great. But five shorter than seven. So even that simulator is shorter than the dumb scenic flight. Again, True. I get it. It's a fun thing to go and do. It, in my opinion, it's I just, guess some people, what the fuck? some people really do like the experience of flying. So I get it in that sense. They, I mean, they like the takeoff, they like, right. they like being up in the air. T- to me, like flying is always just a means to, like, yeah, it truly is just like, I, I'm just doing this because I want to get to this place. Right. And this is the fastest way to do that. <laughs> yeah. If there's a faster way, right. I'd take that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck sure. about flying. Exactly. We're on the same page. <laughs> so that was just some weird shit. That was who the what fuck. Ah, I love it. I know. I love it too. Uh, so if you have anything, we are opening up that, uh, you know, those type of submissions too. It doesn't have to be exactly somebody doing something dumb. Yeah. Which I think some people were like, oh, I don't know where this fits. Yeah. This is that segment where that's going to fit now. Okay. Where it's just like, what the fuck did I just read? Uh, and that's who the what fuck. I love- Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. It's time to stop making excuses. The peace of mind you get after a colonoscopy is worth it. It's the best way to prevent and detect one of the deadliest cancers. In fact, your doctor can remove precancerous polyps during the procedure if necessary. That's right, before it even turns to cancer. No buts about it. Get a colonoscopy at 45 and follow up every 10 years or as recommended by your doctor. Find a location or schedule now at avera.org colon. All right, let's move on. One Star Heroes. I get no respect in real life. Always am upset. So I let them know I hate them on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, where are you taking us today, sir? We're going to go to the Venice Beach Boardwalk. <laughs> let's go. Now, <laughs> I, I just flashed on this because when I, was da- when I lived down in uh, Santa Monica, I like to go to the Venice Beach Boardwalk sometimes, but mm-hmm. I always accepted it for what it was. 
I was sold on what it was before I went there for the first time. It's fucking dirty. It's crazy. It's Halloween all it, the time. It's Halloween all the time. It's like a weird <laughs> flea market. I, I did a joke about it on one of my stand-up albums uh-huh. about the fucking the Mr. Magic Sticks, <laughs> the guy selling like the dumb stuff. Yeah. And it, it's... It, it's, just, it's just great people watching, but it's like crazy. Like, yeah, there's tons yeah. of like weed dispensaries. Uh-huh. There's people who are just like selling the dumbest shit imaginable in these like little like um you know booths on the side of the you know sidewalk. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. It's a, it's famous for being an insane little stretch. It's very like counterculture. It's yeah. fa- it's famous yeah. for it's famous for being dirty and weird and yeah. freaky. And that's what people like about it is it's not like the rest of the city. It's uh-huh. not it's not like um like Santa Monica has become more and more like posh. You know, it's it's kind of like a lot of the um, tech people from Silicon Valley have like some of them have relocated down there, right, right. And so you know, it's very like um, more high end. And if you want to go somewhere dirty and gritty and grungy, then you're going to Venice Beach. Yeah, and I'm amazed. You're looking for a place to get your dick sucked in a glory hole. Venice Beach. Venice Beach. And so uh, most people get it. has has four out of five stars, nine hundred twenty seven reviews. Okay. And I just love the people who don't. (laughs) So we're going to start with Steve C, who just was there recently. Just uh, very recently, October 17th, one star, and I just love the drama. This guy paints such a picture of, like, small-town conservative guy who is frightened of, like... This reminds me of, like, an 80s movie (laughs) when you take, like, uh, a small-town person and somehow, like, they get transplanted in the the middle of the city. Or, or, like, Tom Hanks (laughs) big. They're just like, oh, my God, what's happening? (laughs) Oh, oh, my heck. Oh, my heck. (laughs) He writes... uh, Stay away. OMG. My girlfriend and I were staying by the Santa Monica Pier, and we decided to walk down to see Venice Beach. Disgusting. <laughs> the entire ocean walk was lined with homeless tents, with very aggressive homeless wandering senselessly around the area, mentally ill or stoned, yeah. approaching tourists wanting handouts. The place reeked of pee and pot, <laughs> with pot stores prevalent along the ocean walk. Buildings, some of which were under renovations, were covered in graffiti. We we left the ocean walk and went a block east to Pacific Avenue, and the same thing. What? Tents on the sidewalks. (laughs) There were times I didn't even feel safe in broad daylight. Not the Venice Beach you see on TV. What what are you watching? It is. It's exactly the same. That's how I remember it. We couldn't get back to Santa Monica quickly enough. So I I just love, I just picture this guy just so afraid. And it was like, what a sad, Steve, you're a fucking sad little man. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I added little there. You're a sad man. You should be huge. <laughs> he could be you're, tiny. You're fucking. You, you could be. He could be real tiny. You're a sad, tiny scared guy. man. How you should have your fucking man card taken away for just writing this. And, it, and I know. It's, I'm so scared. <laughs> There's homeless people in tents. I'm so scared. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I could not get back to the safety of Santa Monica quick enough. <laughs> I smell pee and pot, mom. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> they were asking for me to give them stuff. <laughs> oh heck. Like, I know it's a different type of person. Yeah. I love that shit. Me too. Like, I mean, there's certain parts where I get in too far, and you find yourself in a weird part of a big city, and you're like, I shouldn't be here. Sure. (laughs) I do do not belong in this part of New Orleans. Why am I here? Yeah. Um, But for the most part, I love that. I love that wackiness. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's why people love Venice Beach, too. Exactly. So this next person, Suzanne H. Uh, I just love... on, on, on Yelp, you can actually say shit. Oh, okay. Um, you can say things, but I love that she thinks you can't, and just, just crap. Okay, just I'll just say crap. Okay. And then you'll see what I'm, I mean here. Okay. One star. Uh, well, before I wrote this review, I wanted to see what everyone else said about this complete crap hole. That word is being used because swear words are frowned upon here. <laughs> I do not know why this ever gets any form of high ratings. It's a complete rundown crap boardwalk. <laughs> It is cool to say, yeah, we were there, or that's where they filmed that at, and literally that is it. Some businesses were open, and some were closed. 
Okay. That's, uh, that's how the world <laughs> that's works. How the world works. <laughs> it's usually normal. Would it have made a remote difference if it was all open? Nope. It's a complete crap hole <laughs> that is run down, dirty, and scummy. Oh, and before I get bash, not my first time here. It is the same, has remained the same, and I'm sure it will be the same if I ever came here again. A complete crap hole. Do you like <laughs> <laughs> I just love a grown-up saying crap hole that many times. <laughs> I love her uh, like coming back like it's going to turn into something she likes. Right. Like right. over to, I'll, go, okay, I'll check in in five years. Yeah, I'll check in oh, five years. Still a crap hole. Still a crap hole. Do you guys like crap holes? I don't. <laughs> don't worry. I'll be back in five. I'll check on you, Benny's Beach. I'll see if you ever get your uh, shit together. Spoiler, just, they won't. When when grown-ups refuse to like say shit and they say crap instead, it always like I immediately lose so much respect for them. <laughs> it's like this you're not writing this. This isn't like uh in church yeah. or something. It's yeah. like yeah, people can handle shit. They got it. You know? Yeah. It's all oh, it's, it's, everything was crap and it was a crap hole. I ran into Steve and he was so scared. <laughs> oh, and I was scared too of all the crap hole crap people. <laughs> Someone scared the crap out of him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one that just cracked me up. Okay. Elizabeth G. Uh <laughs> saw Bum pull his pants down and take a shit in the sand yes. next to a playground, bury it like an animal, then <laughs> then proceed to wash his hands in the water fountain, the uh. same water fountain another bum washes beard in. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a visual. That's why. Uh, I, that's why I love it. Yeah, that's that's what you want to see when you when you don't get to see a fucking dude take a shit and bury it in the dirt like an animal in just any urban place. <laughs> and wherever uh, Steve's from, he's not seeing that there either. No, Steve no, would for sure. Steve would have fucking peed himself and just ran away. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! There's he's, he's poo poo on the sand. <laughs> there's poo poo animals here. Oh, <laughs> uh, so go to the next one. Oh God. Uh, oh, this one, I just like this one verbiage choice. So Dave C. from Seattle, one star. <laughs> a, dirthy, a dirty, filthy shite hole. <laughs> Parking is terrible. Bad music, bad notions, Easy. bad choices, gutter culture, scum of the earth repository. Don't bother. Truly not worth the time or fuss to navigate. Who the fuck leaves bad notions in a review of a place? Dave, you are a fucking tool. What a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I pictured, you got Steve, uh, other chick, yeah. and then you have Dave, and they got they got an Airbnb together. <laughs> <laughs> and they're cruising down Venice Beach and what that posse would look like. Oh my God. Just <laughs> you, have they, all, you have all the people. When they make it back to Airbnb, they're all just like fucking sweaty and so scared. <laughs> Dave's like, Steve, are you okay? I got very scared of all the tents and the, the people and the pee in the pot. Did you see the notions? Did you see? Oh, buddy, you. there's a lot of bad notions there. <laughs> You're... Did you hear all the bad music? Oh, oh man. Mm-hmm. It was scary. <laughs> I know. It was a crap hole. Pipes in <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. what's her name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love like somebody who writes, yeah, just bad notions. Just what are you doing? Who even fucking says that about any place? <laughs> any, I don't, it, it's not acceptable in any form. No. Ever. In any review no. of anything. <laughs> he probably thought it was poetic. I know. Oh. I know. He's well, so, that came right after yep, shite hole. Pretentious. Exactly. And then but, what a suppository. Oh, a, a person who says shite hole and is from America? <laughs> And, and then says bad notions. I literally couldn't be friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you think of the restaurant last night? I don't know. I just felt like the notions were a little bad. It was a little shitey. If you ask, get the fuck out of my face, Dave. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Dave. <laughs> you ruined my dinner. You and fucking Steve pee pee poo poo can go get fucked. Oh, I gotta get out of here. That guy just, just whipped out his, his pee pee. <laughs> his what? <laughs> his wiener. His wiener. What? What? <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so this next one. <laughs> okay. Uh, HPC. Uh, one star. 
Crowd. This is just a nonsensical. I don't even know what this person like. Uh, this person's interesting to me. All right. Crowded swing ghetto. What? What you looking at, foo? <laughs> walk, walk along slowly. Then some ghetto ass moms be yelling at you because her baby stroller hits the back of your ankles. Typical ghetto bullshit. Fuck off. <laughs> That is the weirdest. I'm like, who is this person? That's he's the guy that gets shit in the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy who just shit and buried it like an animal. He just got and he got him yelp. <laughs> what does even swing ghetto mean? I don't know. That sounds f- kind of fun. I just love that it's this. like a swinger party, but it's like <laughs> right. in t- intense. Uh, I just love that he got like hit in the back of his ankles, and that must have just led to him. That is just who. <laughs> I have no idea. This person's so mysterious to me. I, I'm surprised he got there. Like, I'm surprised he made it to a review site. Exactly. <laughs> how does this person know how the internet works? That's probably the biggest accomplishment <laughs> that he's had in the last decade. And he's left 749 reviews. <laughs> what else is he doing? I don't know. I don't know what else is reviewing. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. That's oh, this- the most amount of reviews I've ever I've ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Such a crazy amount of reviews. I'm sure there's more. But personally, that's fucking 749. crazy. 749. <laughs> Brenda M, one star. Ar- okay. <laughs> I just love the way she phrases this. Armpit smell, <laughs> weed, piss smell, and hobos where you go. That summarizes my visit. Oh, and poop in the bathroom <laughs> will not be coming back ever again. Where's the poop supposed to be, Brenda? <laughs> where do you want your fucking poop, you idiot? <laughs> the bathroom is the perfect place for poop. It's made. It's, it's, it's there. It's the place for poop. <laughs> Number one. Top of the charts. And who says armpit smell as opposed to B.O.? I don't know. She couldn't think. Who are these people? She couldn't remember. She couldn't remember. V.O.T.O. V.O.T.O. G.O. I'm just (sighs) armpit. I'm so out of sorts after seeing that poop in the bathroom. (laughs) I guess the armpit smell maybe upsets me. I mean, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't clarify poop on the floor in the bathroom. (laughs) True. Just fucking just poop in the bathroom. (laughs) Kidding me. I went in the bathroom. Someone was pooping. (laughs) Never coming back. Smell like poop in the bathroom. (laughs) Like poop and pee in the bathroom. Uh, okay, this this next one, Jeff C. Okay. Uh, one star. Um, homeless people, drug addicts, and filth. Hell yeah. How sad that a community would allow this environment to thrive in the name of profit. Your tax dollars at work, California. Bravo for extending people's misery and suffering. Jeff, you think you're smart and you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> what kind the, of vigilante the, shit is he on? Right, uh, exactly. I like, know the way. This will solve this in the weekend. He acts like he's making this very meaningful, poignant statement, uh-huh. and it's gibberish. Yeah. It's like, thrive in the name of profit? I love that he thinks, like, homeless people in the name of profit. That it makes no sense. Right. Like, some city planner's like, you know what we gotta do to get more money out of fucking Venice Beach? Yeah. Flood it with homeless people. <laughs> F- tourists are gonna flock there. <laughs> Look at my charts. Look at my charts here. For every two people that fucking shit in the sand and then bury it like an animal, we will get $50,000. <laughs> That's how money works. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. cha-ching. More people taking shits in the sand <laughs> equals so much money. I can see the Ven- Venice Beach like promotional ad camp- campaign. <laughs> right, right. Visit us. We shit in the sand. <laughs> Come shit in our sand. Come shit in our sand. <laughs> and then it's just like like this. Ah, that always kills me when somebody is trying to like sound like the intellectual <laughs> and just reveals like that they have no. Like intellectual capability. They read that somewhere one time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Your tax dollar. That's just a weird sound. Your tax dollar. He's the guy who says that. Mm -hmm. Like whenever, ever, anything that is happening around him. He he doesn't doesn't like. like, He's like, yep, my fucking tax dollars. (laughs) Right. He's not doing anything to ever try to fix it. Right. Exactly. No. Just point it out. Somebody trips on the street. Well, your tax dollars at 
work, ladies and gentlemen. What the fuck are you talking about? That's Jeff? the great state of California. <laughs> right. He gets the wrong fuck. meal at a restaurant. Uh, he ordered the spaghetti and he gets linguine. Yep, your tax dollars at work, <laughs> California. Look at it, Jeff. You got to stop saying that, man. <laughs> doesn't doesn't. The, doesn't the more you here. say it, the more we realize you don't know how things work. <laughs> the more you say it, I don't even know how you're alive right now. <laughs> how do you make it into this restaurant? You're the stupidest man I've ever hung out with. <laughs> it's the pettiest things. Like someone like doesn't hold the door for him. Right. Oh, tax dollars at work, California. <laughs> it's just what? Just, just, yeah, I just love nonsense. like he goes to the doctor and he turns out he has like an ulcer. It's like Jeff, oh man, you got an ulcer? Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Your tax dollars at work, California. <laughs> Fucking what? That doesn't even remotely apply to what you're talking about. No, it's amazing. <laughs> I picture him in different places. He's not even in the right state anymore. Like, he's on vacation in fucking, like, Montreal, Canada. <laughs> he gets his fucking sandwich. He's like, here, tax dollars to work, California. Uh, what? Sorry? We? 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 I don't know any French. Anyway. Okay, this last one just uh, it was hilarious. Okay. This is this is uh, somebody who intentionally wrote something silly. It got me just for half a second, and okay. I laughed so hard. Okay. Dave M, one star. Great location, but when I got there, the sun was way <laughs> too hot. I begged the lifeguard to do something about it, but he was little to no help. Malibu will be getting my business from now on. <laughs> that is well funny. done, Dave. That is funny. Thank you. Sun is way too hot here. <laughs> Lifeguard won't do shit about it. Unbelievable. Tax dollars at work, California. Uh, and that's all. That's great. I that love was... that one still here. Okay, good. Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Keep, yeah, keep shit can... fucking dirty. That's keep why... shit dirty and fucking gritty. That's why we love you. <laughs> Always take a look. Let's turn things around with this week's Sliver of Hope. Sliver of Hope. I don't know if this story just caught me in the right moment when I first read it. Okay. I'm not sure how it's going to affect me when I go and read it again right now. Okay. But uh, it made me tear up. Oh. Because it's just so, okay. so goddamn cute. Okay. All right. Let's bring it up on the screen, Zach. Zach! Thank you. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Aww. A fisherman has a decade-long friendship with a blind seal who follows him each day. Are you That's ready for so this? so cute. I know. I feel like I want to... Uh, Let's get some music. Okay. It's not... Yeah. This will be good. So, Nicholas Lewis first met Shauna, the seal, in 2010 when she was just a pup. She poked her head out of the water looking for some food. Ever since, the sociable seal uh, has greeted Nicholas at the steps of the Peel Bay on the Isle of Maine or Man to say hello. The 41-year-old crab and lobster fisherman says he now feels like Shauna is like his own child as he sees her every day and loves her very much. Shauna will spend her afternoons following one of Nicholas's three boats around the day, around the bay, sorry, before enjoying two or three <laughs> McCarroll a day. Uh, a dad of four, when he was just a little pup, she'd appear and we'd always feed her and she became so confident and comfortable around us, I don't think we'd go a single morning without her coming to say hello. She used to come up to the steps and wait for us knowing that we'd be there in the morning. It was a bit uh, startling at first seeing a seal waiting for you like that. Like you had an appointment. I love seeing. Oh, she loves seeing my boat. She's fascinated. So sadly, in the last year, Shauna has become blind in one eye and has progressively lost sight in or sight in both eyes. Nicholas noticed Shauna's left eye was suddenly turning white in late 2019, and then six months later, both turned that uh, uh, fully, that white. fully white. He said that he has uh, to take extra care of her, best pal in recent times. And she has become more prone to injuries, just smashing into stuff. Still 10 years on, and this pair continue to be inseparable. Something Nicholas says he won't ever take for granted for him, Shauna, always be like family. <laughs> and if you watch the video, there is like some some sad moments where like, yeah. uh, like she just doesn't know where she's going. 
Like she's trying to find the right. boat and they have to like, you know, they're clapping and they can't. Yeah. But they'll show up. She's facing the wrong way. They'll throw fish in and then she can't find them. Oh, no. It's just, but you know, still, that, yeah. That's awesome that, yeah. ta- that, that he's taking care of this blind seal. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Look at that relationship right there. Mm-hmm. Very I mean, sweet. Just, yeah. Just there. There for each other. But what's, um, do you think there's something wrong with me if like halfway that story, I was like, I wonder how seal taste. <laughs> no. I think that's, that's natural. It's natural? That's what I was thinking the whole time. You were thinking the whole time? I was like, well... People used to club seals, and I'm like, they would club them for their fur, but are they tasty? I was like, great news. If you ever stranded out there and you can't catch any fish, just kill the seal. You'll have food for a while. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that, that's so adorable. Sweet. That is adorable. <laughs> it's very adorable. I do. Mine's, I, 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 why is it so touching when like a wild animal... Uh, like, t- like endears itself to like a to a human or something like that. I don't know. There's just something. It's just especially cool about that because we're just. I think it's just because when you strip away everything, we're just yeah. two two animals creatures. Oh yeah, on this planet. We're just yeah. doing our best with what we got. True. And we take it all away, and you take away everything that like civilization has done. It's just that relationship. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure those relationships were fucking sweet for the most part. Like before things got crazy and everyone's scared of everything, you just don't right. spend time around each other anymore. Right, right. So there's just nothing you can't. You don't relate about anything, hardly my, ever. My great grandpa used to um, uh, feed birds out of his hand, like like actual like random wild birds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I always thought that was so cool as a kid. Yeah, that he had that kind of relationship with nature. <laughs> peaceful, <laughs> peaceful dude. Do you remember reading? <laughs> I'm not sure if you saw this story. There was a story about this uh, this lady. I think she was a kid, but uh-huh. she had crows uh-huh. and she would feed them. Or yeah, they're crows. Um, oh, fuck, they might have been ravens. God, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So they she'd go on the back porch yeah. and every day. These they would fly away and they'd come back with different items for her, oh, like wow. trade, like yeah. pens and money and marbles. That's hilarious and gems. And they would drop them all off and she would feed them. And they just kept on bringing back shiny stuff. That is like, that fucking was their... awesome, like a little barter thing. <laughs> yeah, that like, was their trade. That's so cool. Yeah, just come back to her. I was so jealous of that. I mean, I know. I was so fun. I always wanted a squirrel that would ride around on my shoulder. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Just like a little squirrel that would just come up and be, hey, buddy. And you just come over here and just fucking perch right there. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, the fantasy doesn't really go beyond that. I, I, don't know where our, I don't know where our friendship goes beyond. He just sometimes hangs out on my shoulder. I have that same fantasy with raccoons. I wish they were oh, more fun. Oh, man. Little da, 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 da. Look at you, old chubby I trash wanna, panda. I don't know why. I want a raccoon dressed up like Angus Young from ACDC. <laughs> why not? Why not? <laughs> Just a little fucking, like a little Australian schoolboy outfit uh-huh. on a raccoon. Yay. He's just my buddy. That's so fun. Do the thing. Do the thing. He does like the, he does the guitar walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that made it so much more fun. Thanks. Come on. Do the thing. Do the thing. He's Angus. That's his name for sure. Mm-hmm. And he does a little, I'm black and black. And he just fucking does his little struts. Yeah. Ah, I fucking love you, raccoon. Uh, last note on the, on the crow situation. Yeah. What if your favorite crow yeah. like, took off that morning huh? and then came back was like a magpie? I had a note and he said five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry, you guys send five bucks back to Jerry. You're not going to get your crow back. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Fucking Jerry, he's everywhere. Dude, he's going to get us. He's going to get you. He's going to get us all someday. Uh, all right, let's move on to some other weird shit I found online. To you from internet. The internet has all sorts of neat things. Anything you want can be yours. Let's take a peek together as a couple. To you from internet. This is just a silly one. Okay. This is a silly one that was sent uh, our way by Dummy Jacob. Okay. And it's just books that <laughs> shouldn't exist, but they do. Uh, so we have Mike Bentz found in the, or pounded in the butt by his handsome <laughs> rear fly, <laughs> butt trek, highway to heck, scary things to tingle your lesbian butt. And these are actual books that you can buy. Uh, <laughs> the butt pounder of the opera. <laughs> Okay. 
Escape from the Billings Mall. Uh, just ridiculous books. But they are uh, all they are all for sale. And you can go buy them. And again, we'll put the links oh for... Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah. Chuck's Living Object Tinglers. <laughs> Friday the 69th. Space Raptor Butt Invasion. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's, somebody's writing these. Yeah, these are books, man. This is, uh, I, I I did not read any. I read a couple experts, but they uh, or the like you know excerpts from the from all, the books. And they all were, written they were by great. Chuck Tingle. Yeah, Chuck Tingle is a great author. Not pounded by anything. Like <laughs> anyway, again, you'll see these. My macaroni and cheese is a lesbian. <laughs> you get it. Also, she is my lawyer. <laughs> he gets a lot of points for creativity. <laughs> yeah, he does. I wonder if they're. I wonder how good they actually are, though. I'm guessing not great. Oh, okay, fine. But again, just hit up the. Uh, the description section of today's episode, <laughs> and we'll have have these links posted up. This next one, I know that we've I've seen something like this, but it has been a little while since I have, uh, and it's along the same line of the of the books. But these are candles that are <laughs> the the some of the funniest scents I've ever I've ever heard. There's blueberry bromance, canceled vacation, canceled vacation, uh, coffee cram session. Got a. What cucumber melon? Which that sounds more than a D friend, <laughs> crushing <laughs> crushing debt. <laughs> and I thought these are great. I like dentist office waiting room. <laughs> right, I know what that smells like mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. That's Me too. A, that's a great great scent right there. Divorce, favors, Fan- ah, fantasy football failure. <laughs> so yeah, those are great, huh? Yeah, these are awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. So wait, flip. wait. We scroll back down. There was one I wanted to see. Helen Keller's. Come on, one more row. Helen Keller's Key Lime Pie. I thought that's what I said. That's so random. (laughs) It's so good, though. Yep. Hermit Crab Memorial. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, impeachment. That's probably one that goes around. Karen, what's that smell like? Karen. Uh, What does Karen smell like? I don't know. Mothballs? (laughs) Mothballs. Spit. Spit and hairspray. (laughs) It just smells like 80s hairspray. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have one more. And this, this was crazy. This is probably the most intricate or more, like one of the... Fav- my favorite Halloween decorations that I've ever seen. It's a uh, it's, it's in California, and it's been prompting multiple calls requesting the fire department to come and check it out because of of how awesome it looks. Let's take a look here. So this will blow your mind. Okay, come on, load up. Derail What's this? Oh, we have a fucking ad. Slow. All right, I'll turn this oh, off. Yeah. They, they they tricked me because the ad isn't actually an ad. I played an ad, right? and then this one they embedded in the video, so I'm pissed. Oh man, that's all right. We can talk about more stuff. <laughs> um, what are we gonna talk about though? Talk about these people in this ad loving all this fucking spaghetti. Fuck, I mean, you're making me so hungry. This ad, this ad looks like it costs like twenty bucks to make. <laughs> what? This is a <laughs> slideshow ad. It's, it's somebody just like with an, with an iPhone. R- like, Rayo's, Rayo's homemade marinara. Fuck yeah! Okay, all here right. we go. Now we're back. Time on their hands this year. <laughs> They're going the extra mile to decorate their houses for the holiday. And one so I'm gonna just skip forward here so you it can see. Look so at this realistic. shit. I can't begin to tell you. It is oh my no God. surprise that uh, you can certainly understand why <laughs> passerbys would think that this home here is on fire. fire. The yeah. family here creating a red Holy hot shit. Halloween show. And watch, it gets crazier. So oh my God. Yeah. Look at that shit. Smoke pumping throughout the entire neighborhood. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I feel like I'm a Disneyland. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. It looks awesome. I can't believe it. It looks realistic. It, it does look big, awesome. Yeah. Big pirate ship out front. Oh, my God. They began Very cool. I love when people go this... This that extra far? mile. Yeah. That is super cool. Uh, speaking of Halloween decorations, yeah. I got my giant... Fucking dragon stolen. Oh, stolen, yeah. You had a rash of burglaries in your neighborhood. Weird burglaries. Everyone's stealing inflatable stuff. 
It's like it's mm. like a fifteen foot dragon. It's like a two hundred dollar thing. My kids loved it. Yeah. And we woke up uh, the other morning, and Ezra goes, "Where's the dragon?" I was oh like, no! Fuck. I knew exactly when he said. I was like, "Someone took it." And they just—that's all they took. We had plenty of other decorations. They didn't want those. Right. They now, just wanted the gigantic dragon. Right now, I so wish I had that dragon in my yard. <laughs> Just put it up in your yard no, wait just for me to I notice. Took it. The, the, like, just this whole time I'm just letting you go with it, like, not saying anything. Yeah. And then I actually stole it. Like, your fucking kids are crying. It's like a big family thing. I'm like, ah! It's my place. Yeah. Joke. Get, ah, you get it. Give it back November 1st. <laughs> After Halloween. I don't need this anymore. I don't need this anymore. No, that's So that fan. was to you from internet. Just some, some fun stuff that I found online. Thank you. Uh, now we're going to showcase what I'm, I'm sure both of us would consider the most important part of the show. Okay. Uh, you. No, it's the, the dummies who are supporting the show. And yeah. so let's take a look at things that have gotten sent in our way through junk mail. It's junk mail! Are you ready to hear from some of our listeners? I am. What they have to say this week? Yeah. So our first message today is sent in by Dummy Beth. She writes, Hi guys, love the show. And thought these stories fit the theme. I managed an adult store for several years when I was younger, and I have a lot of stories involving dumb ideas and myths people believe surrounding sex and their own bodies. I usually try to help people understand their bodies and be more comfortable with the idea of sex. However, I had three people that left me so dumbfounded and speechless, I couldn't make myself correct them. <laughs> and these are amazing. Okay. So I had a woman tell me she douche, or douches yeah. with Listerine. Oh my God. Okay. As a 54-proof, minty, antiseptic mouthwash, she said her mother taught her how to use it. Yikes. And just lays on her back with her legs in the air, and her husband or friend pours it right in her vagina. Oh, boy. Uh, She was very enthusiastic when explaining how she liked the tingly feeling. As a a vagina owner myself, I was horrified and tried to gently tell her that it can cause all kinds of problems, but she wasn't having it. Probably safe to assume she's still full of Listerine today. That (laughs) That is incredible. That is crazy. Uh, <laughs> we used to carry a product called Tight Man. This is the next one. Okay. It's an anal tightening gel that is supposed to create a temporary tightening sensation during anal sex. I overheard a woman telling her boyfriend that it was to, meant to be put along the shaft of the man's penis in order to create a tighter and younger looking penis. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but I just let her keep on believing it. Yeah. What, yeah, what kind is, of magic trick is that? What does a tight dick look like? Ooh, just, man, God, your dick is tight. Yeah, what? Firm this thing up a little That's bit. a tight ass dick you got. <laughs> Tight. It's, it's yeah. What? It's, yeah, it's great. Makes that probably extra smooth. Man, I don't know. Nothing I hate more than a loose dick. You kidding me? Yeah, tighten that thing up, big boy. Oh. Uh, the third and probably most ridiculous story is a woman that truly, unironically, believed that a pocket pussy was meant to be inserted in the vagina and then man fucked that to help prevent STDs. <laughs> Why not? Oh my god! I have no idea how she arrived at this idea. There are diagrams literally all over the boxes, but she was set in her ways that there was no convincing her otherwise. I haven't worked in that field for years, but it still makes me laugh to think about the conversation. How absolutely convinced she was. Sorry for the long email. Thank you again for making me laugh every Wednesday, Dummy Beth. Beth, thank you. That's like maybe picture like the Russian dolls of like vaginas. <laughs> right. You just keep like there's just a smaller and smaller vagina inside of each vagina. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sometimes do wish I worked in a sex store. I bet you that'd be oh, so stories. Be so funny. Be fun for like a month or two. Right. Yeah, and then you'd be like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next piece of junk mail comes in from Dummy Carl, who writes, Hey guys, this is not for any specific topic or segment, but one on the latest episode you guys were talking about littering after reading a story about a park returning trash to people who littered. We were talking about that. I talked yeah. about how I almost got in a fight road, road rage because they thought I threw something out. Oh, yeah. But yeah, a yeah. can actually mm-hmm, hit my mm-hmm. window. 
and it brought up how rude I was when people just throw stuff out of their car windows while driving and maybe want to share a story with you. This happened when I was seven. I'm now 39, uh, and I still recount this vividly. My family was in all our family van on the way to the mall. A guy two cars in front of us threw an empty beer bottle out his window and it hit our van in the windshield. Unfortunately for that guy, he stopped at a red light shortly after. My dad was driving, and when he stopped the light, well, he got out, walked up to the guy, his window was all the way down, and punched the guy in the face. <laughs> oh my God. Then my father, who is not a huge man, only 5'7", 160 pounds, pulled the guy out of his car through the window, threw him on the ground, mounted him, punched him five or six more times, Jesus. then casually walked back to the van as the guy just laid in the road and we drove off. <laughs> We went on with our day like nothing happened. I'd like uh, to think that guy never threw stuff out his window again. Hope you enjoyed the story. Keep up the good and hilarious work. Carl Murray. Carl, maybe I'm not supposed to love that as much as I do, but I think that's fantastic. I think that is fair. I wish more people got drugged out of, drugged out of their vehicles and punched. <laughs> just, I think it would be a just nice, in general. It'd be a better society. Right, just if, in general. Yep. If, if, if people were just worried more about that level <laughs> of just kind of, you know, payback. Right. You know, I think they would just act very differently. Yeah. You'd, you'd have way less Karens. Yeah. If there was all, always a, a, a decent chance you could get, you know, drug out of your car, car and fucking punched in the face several yeah. times. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. no one got in trouble. You and just no got punched in, in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved that story even more if, if there was a cop nearby and he just fucking gave a thumbs up. And just <laughs> he just he just came over off. and kicked her. Kicked him one time. <laughs> he held the guy down, let him get an extra shot in. Get, get him again. Kicked him and then threw him back in the car. And then they both <laughs> drove up. High five. And then both drove down the freeway together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we have one more piece of junk mail this week. Um, this is sent in by an anonymous dummy. They write, good morning, oh most righteous dumb ones. Just wanted to share a story from a few weeks ago. I was staying at my parents' house for the weekend. And while we were all cooking dinner, I hooked up my Bluetooth to some sweet uh, Cobra Kai soundtrack sounds. We all uh, or proceeded to partake in many tequila shots, and I stumbled in bed before passing up. Well, I wake up the next morning hungover and quite horny. I get it. And decide to pull up some Pornhub and have a little me time. <laughs> I'm watching one of my go-tos, and I can't figure out why there's no sound. I know this story. Oh, yeah. I found this a bit odd, knowing well f full well that there the sound was on. In my hungover and horny state, I decided that the only option was to turn the volume all the way the fuck up. It was the only reasonable conclusion in my haze. Finally, I could barely hear it. I go on about my business for about 30 minutes, oh several God. videos, and when done, I start to head down the stairs because I smelled bacon. About halfway down the stairs, I hear my videos starting to play louder and louder. I took out my phone so I could turn the video off, and reality punched me straight in the clip. The Bluetooth was still on, playing at full blast in the kitchen for the entire house to hear. I totally redefined <laughs> the walk of shame that morning. And we went back and forth on some emails. Yeah. Um, because I was like, oh, I, you know, I get it. That happens like all the time. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, but like, um, oh, she was watching like pegging videos. Oh my God. Hilarious. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. 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 I was like, that is, that's next level. All your friends <laughs> for th 30 minutes is a long time. That is. That uh, is. My scary story with the yard speaker, that was like maybe 30 seconds before I was right. like, oh shit. 30 minutes. People really know what she likes. <laughs> She knows exactly what, what you're into. Everybody. <laughs> Mom, dad, friends. Yep. yep. And for Christmas, you just get, start getting strap-ons. Oh, my God. That's, that's all that, you That would be hilarious. Like, like if the family just, like, started, yeah, sending her strap-ons, like, you know, <laughs> DVDs of, you know, old fucking pegging videos. <laughs> I, I would send her a card every year that just said uh, instructions on how to disconnect from a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> <laughs> just never let her, let her get out of it. Uh, all right. Well, let's wrap up this show. All right. You ready to get out of your mask, boy? I'm ready. I'm ready. You feeling good? You made I'm it through? Feeling, I'm feeling okay. Okay. Feeling okay. Okay, good. As always, thanks to Zach Cohen for creating some of the custom music beds for the show. Thanks to Logan and Kate at the Spicy Club. 
pumping out the best merch in the podcast game for all of the podcasts inside of the Bad Magic Productions family. Zach Flannery, what's up, buddy? Meow. Thanks for producing and directing, coming in here today, making sure we can get this done despite uh, the COVID stuff. Yes, thank you. Follow us online, Instagram, Facebook, at IsWeDumb. You got the merch. We're wearing two shirts right now for all of our YouTube viewers. These are available right now in the store. I know we're adding more. That's badmagicmerch.com. You can also find uh, find all the stuff, our episodes, and merch at iswedumb.com. Again, send in all of the segment content to dumb at iswedumb.com. Any general questions, that can go to info at iswedumb.com. Uh, keep reviewing the show. Yes, please, please. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I am confident this time. We are over 1,500. Yeah, because yeah, that, okay. yeah, that number's okay, been bouncing around. Right? <laughs> I fucked it up the first time, and then I corrected it, and then after oh, I corrected awesome. it, it was back up over 1,500. Uh, so keep doing that, and keep telling your friends. Thank you, and we'll, okay. keep, and we'll keep doing the show. Uh, let me blow your mind one last time okay. with the wow, neat fact. Wow, neat fact. This is something I learned okay. a while ago, okay. but as I venture through life, yeah. um, I know a lot of people don't know this at all. I don't know what it is, but where you think these come from, uh-huh. but I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. Did you know cashews are collected from the bottom of cashew apples, which grows on the cashew tree? They're on the apples, and you pick off the top, and you pick those off, and that's what? why they cost more. Yeah, they grow on top of apples. That's where cashews come from. How do we have so many fucking cashews in all know. these stores? That's like, You have to break them off, so that's why they cost more than normal nuts, because the labor is more intense. I can't believe we have as many cashews as we do. How do we just not have like one fucking can in each store? And how come... what what the Cashew apples must taste fucking terrible, because I've never heard of one or ever tasted <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> My mind is blown. Anyway. I love cashews. Cashews grow on cashew trees. Bye. Yes, we die. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.